Welcome to the Unfolding Sound podcast. My name is Tina. Today we present Doug Leach's interview with Chris Kopp and Kale Michael from The Soiled Doves, discussing their highly anticipated album release titled Revenant Spirits, available now on Harlot Records. This insightful interview took place on June 10th, prior to their mesmerising performance at the legendary booby trap in Topeka, Kansas. Without further ado, let's proceed with our featured presentation. This is Chris Kopp. And this is Kale Michael. We are from the Soiled Doves. And you are listening to the Unfolding Sound Podcast. Yay! Got it. (laughs) Good job. Golf clap, everybody. interview set up in the band's practice room, an incident occurred where Chris's microphone stand accidentally struck Kale in the face. This happened as Kale's foot got entangled with the mic stand's cable, causing a sudden movement that led to the stand striking Kale directly in the middle of the eyes. The incident was captured by our recording equipment, including the audible impact and the immediate reaction. Ensuring the well-being of everyone involved remains our top priority. Oh, okay. Okay. You're not using this one, so I'll use this. Oh, shit. Whoa, what happened? That caught me right here. What did you do? There's a cord attached to that. Yeah. That's going into the chair. That's yours. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Just unplug that. That's your fault. Uh, That's all Chris. Fucking bitch. And then the show was canceled. <laughs> Still in the danger zone. Am I? Thanks, Chris. Fucking bitch. <laughs> Smacked my teeth together on that one. Oof. Where did it hit you? <laughs> Literally square. Oh, you're right bleeding. between my eyes. You're, you're slightly yeah, bleeding. You've got Am a, I? Yeah. Good. It's going to be a good night. Good. It's going to be a good I'm glad. night. It's a good way to start it off. <laughs> Not even at the show yet. All right. <laughs> Oh, I am. <laughs> yeah. Nobody makes me bleed my own blood. I can do this. There we go. Just what kind of podcast this is going to be? So we need to come out of here just do like... you got video? Just like just all just... bloodied up. Like, man, that was a different kind of a podcast. That was a rough podcast, guys. Chris's mic fucking punched me in the face. He's even bleeding. But, uh... <laughs> Anyhow. Hi, this is Doug from Unfolding Sound, and I am here with uh, Kale Michael and Chris Kopp from the band The Soiled Doves. 
we're here at whose house are we at? <laughs> our bass player's house this is our jam spot. Travis. Travis Olin, yeah, our bass okay. player. And uh, they're doing a show tonight for their uh, album release. Can you give us a, a brief history of the band? This guy. <laughs> oh, man. Um, I should know this better as far as years ago, but oh, quite, we've been together for quite a while. At least, at least, what, 10 years more? The band camp goes like back to 2012. 12. Yeah, yeah, 2012. Yeah, so it's 11 years, whatever. Um, but um, yeah, I, like I said uh, earlier, me and the other guitar player, I used to sing in a band with him back in the day. And we, um, we all started to get older and started to have families and stuff. And we stopped playing music for the most part. I just started writing music at home on my computer, which is my guitar. I was writing the drums on there and everything and just wanted to get some, want to start playing again and uh, recruit some friends and some new people and, um, and just started throwing it together piece by piece. And uh, yeah, I mean, it just started there. And then throughout the years, you know, people started peeling off and now we end up with the guys that we got now over time. And um, it's uh which I think, didn't we say this, this lineup, the current lineup of the band has been like, eight years something almost. like that yeah yeah that'd be about <laughs> which right seems insane yeah yeah so and uh and i i played shows with chris back in the day in his band and uh and and our drummer matt who i really didn't know until he started he joined the band but uh yeah so we've all and me and chris went to grade school together in high school together and uh didn't really hang out i mean like we knew of each other but we didn't like we weren't like friends or anything like that but uh yeah just kind of you know, but because we played with them in the past, um, you know, when it came time, we needed like solid vocalist, you know, a full time guy. He was the first one to jump into our minds. Yeah. And everything just kind of took off from there. It's either a short album or a long EP, Revenant, whatever. Revenant, Revenant, Revenant Spirits. I yes, say. yeah, yeah. <laughs> is that an EP? Does that count as an EP? Spotify and, and Apple Music say that it's an EP. Okay, fair so, enough. Good enough. I don't know if there's a 30-minute threshold the there that we were. just missed or what. But. <laughs> yeah, it, yeah, it has something to do with time. Although your guys' tracks are a little on the longer side. Yeah, yeah. So. historically, yeah. <laughs> So we, we did get a chance to listen to the uh, the album, uh, and we, we got together as a group, talked about it, thought it was really, really well done. What can you tell me about the album? Mm, well, I would say it's a change from what we've, we've it's a I mean, it's not like a drastic departure, but it's it's just a continued evolution of trying, mm -hmm. trying new shit, trying to do unique shit. And um, I mean... It took us a while to write. I mean, we we don't have a whole lot of time that we get to come together as a band all in one room. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. So our writing process is very slow. So, you know, right. a couple of the songs, we, we've been 
we've been building them for a long time and then we it just felt right like when we had those five songs it just felt like this is this is the story like this is it here and we're just like well let's go with this um yeah um but yeah i mean we're we're stoked on it i i personally tried to do like tried to be myself the most as 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 much as i could in this um i don't come from a particularly metal background necessarily okay so there's a lot of stuff that i do earlier in the band where i was like this is what you should do on this part because this is what a metal singer does you know right or on i finally worked myself out of that where i'm just like i'm just gonna do whatever comes to my head whether it you know, it's singing or spoken word. Like, I'm just going to do that. And he he trusted me because, you know, he comes from a very metal background. And he, uh, as far as the music, he play, trusted like, me yeah. to like kind of like go in a new direction <laughs> and do some different shit. And yeah, we used to work it. together pretty closely on stuff back in the day. And like, you know, the rhythm section as a whole, I, I mean, Matt, our drummer, he's, he's, he was in some metal, you know, um, but not like me and, Zeke, the air guitar player, and Travis, our bass player, like, you know, we're playing a lot of metal bands, you know, and it's like, that's a scene that we've always been in. So it was, you know, that was what we were trying to do. And and really when Chris joined and and really anybody joined, you know, it was like at that time, you know, it was my baby, I guess, if you for lack of a better term. But so I always tried to have my fingers and like, hey, but we should do this. Let's try this, let's do this. You know, it was kind of my mastermind. But over the years, especially with this album, like 100% with this album, I like – for the first time just shut my mouth and it was like whatever everybody in the band you know agreed on as opposed to like me being like let's do this oh you guys don't like that well we're gonna do that anyways type deal like <laughs> you know just uh but but i didn't want to do that anymore and it, it it's it's truly the best um representation of what we are as a whole individually okay. as a group that makes sense so yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's awesome. I, I had zero input in anything he did. <laughs> I don't do any vocals on the album, really. Like in the past, I would do back you know, live. I used to sing and stuff like that, but I quit doing that. And uh, um, yeah, it's it's nice. I'm super happy with it. So. There seem to be some possible, I guess, stories and themes on the EP. You got the host part one, host part two, and then the cave, the opal. Mm-hmm. Can you talk a bit about those? Okay, so the host one, that that's an interesting one. I, w- I won't go too far into that, but I, the general theme of that was mental illness. And when I started writing those, um, I, I had a a tragedy that took place right in the middle of writing those like okay that involved a uh, suicide very close to me and so i had already started writing it kind of in the vein of thinking about mental illness and then that event kind of like made it very more specific and personal okay and so i kind of like changed the story and made it you know kind of 
into it. It's a tragedy. It's a tragedy story. Like there's there, there's no like no glimmer of light at the end of the song, whatever. But it's just real, you know. There are yeah. bad things that happen that you can't do anything about, and that is basically it's a it's a sad story. Um, on the 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 cave, the opal. That one was. <clears throat> I couldn't figure out what to write to it. I didn't have a theme and I was sitting around work one day and just kind of this story of like a, a dream or a vision or some sort of, you know, whatever started coming to me and I just started writing it down and I wrote the whole thing in like 30 minutes. It's kind of, kind of deals with, um, what it, what it means to be a human, I guess, uh, what separates us from, our primitive side um so yeah it's kind of a a story of uh learning to have empathy and be a human and and love and evolve become better i guess <laughs> all right yeah. Track four, Ultraviolence is our native tongue. I think it yes, says sir. that right. Mm-hmm. Uh, you had uh, Mark Hennessy on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yes. I'm assuming you guys, or somebody knows him, I'm assuming. Yeah, we yeah. we we started playing shows with, with um, Godzillionaire like yeah. uh, several years back, three, four years ago. And as soon as we, the first time that we played with each other, we just <laughs> fell in love with each other mm-hmm. as bands and as people. And um, just became pretty close to all of those guys. And um, when we were working on that song, there was that little middle section there where he's on it. I had kind of left it alone because I was like, something cool is going to happen here, but I don't know what it is yet. So <laughs> yeah, I just yeah. kind of wrote the other parts and left it there. And we started kind of throwing around the idea of like, what if we had Mark come take <laughs> mm-hmm. that spot and i was like yes yes absolutely and yeah. so yeah he came a lot of respect for that guy he's he's amazing he's amazing and he's Bl- been around forever at this point yeah yeah um, really blessed to have him on the album there's no doubt about that Salvation Along 
it, it took me a couple of listens through before I picked up and was like, that one sounds different. It's like, this sounds like the guy that did Jesse back when I was in high school. Yes, sir. <laughs> and it's like, and it took it me a little is. dick and it's like, that is him. Yeah. <laughs> it is. Yeah. Yep. From yep. Paul. Paul and, was the band. And I guess the, the connection that I had missed was that he was also the lead singer of Godzillionaire. Like right. I, I had heard of them. I see their name all over the place, but I'd never made the connection between the two. Oh, uh, gotcha. Yep. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. And then in the That's press photo, somebody was wearing a Godzillionaire t-shirt. Okay. That's him. Yep. <laughs> well, also, somebody was wearing a Sum t-shirt also. That was me. All right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah another band I've gotten into. So, yeah, yeah. We played a show with them in Kansas City a few years ago. Yep. But, I'm, I'm hoping they come back there. I caught them a little late, so I didn't get a chance to go to the show last time. Yeah. Oh, no, yeah they were great. <laughs> Sounded great live. Mm -hmm. Fuzzed out, heavy, like shoegaze or whatever they're calling it now. It's mm -hmm. kind of one of my genres. So Yeah, I, I nice. wish I wouldn't have missed them, but yeah, it is what it is. <laughs> It was loud, that yeah. room. I don't yeah. remember what that venue was called. I think but... it was um, the upstairs one. Oh, um, mini bar? Mini bar. Yeah, mini bar, yeah. mini bar, mini bar, yeah. We've covered a few shows, or I guess a show there. The staircase. <laughs> well, at least, at least the <laughs> staircase has its own separate door. This is, yeah. That yeah. is the saving grace. Yeah. It's not, it's not as bad as the one, like, back in the day, man. We played, not us, but the band was in, played a show in Iowa City, and that staircase was, like, outside. It was, like, this twisting like suspended <laughs> staircase it was steep it was frightening it was like climbing a fucking ladder but yeah not cool not the worst one we've been up <laughs> good it creates an amps yeah of course i i am the guy that doesn't have to carry any of the stuff up the stairs i help though they try to talk like i don't but i help he I do. helps F you. <laughs> well, being the singer, anything he does to help will look great. Yeah, pretty much. Like, Chris, go get on the merch. That's usually what that is. <laughs> yeah. I realize, you know, we're still kind of in the, the moment of this evening, but do you guys have any plans for after this? I mean, I was just trying to have a good time tonight, man. I mean, it's time to start writing again. Like, that's where, right. we're, that's where our heads are at. Like, like I said, we've been playing these songs for a while. Like, two of these songs, the host songs, they actually predate COVID. Um, like, cause we, we came pretty close to breaking up, just like not because we didn't want to play music or anything like that anymore. It was just like circumstances were just falling in place where it was like, shit how the like where the hell are we going to practice how how are we going to make this work and uh it, covid was really our saving grace i mean i'll be honest about it like we we're because we were you know matt was selling this house that's where we practiced at and it was like shit now where do we go my house at the time we could do there but it's not i don't know it's it, it wouldn't really worked and uh travis just one day it was like hey i want to turn my garage into practice space so and and that's what we did and um he started working on it. I came over one day, he put, you know, put up whatever sound proof he could, hung up whatever he could. We, I came over one day and hung, helped him hang up all this stuff on the garage <laughs> doors and everything. It's a nice little cozy spot now. So, but, and then, you know, cause it's COVID nothing's happening, you know, uh, it, it gives you an excuse to kind of, yeah, wait, there was wait, literally yeah. nothing going on <laughs> and we had weekends and we would just show up and 
literally sit here from you know we usually show up at like one and we leave by the evening by the evening you know our girlfriends or wives or whoever or it would show up by the end of the night we'd be ended up hanging out it was just like a chill fest it was like we had all the time we needed to just really for the for the first time write songs as a group because prior to that like he said like it was really hard to get all of us in the same room and now we're kind of i mean we're back to that now where it's it's okay we don't have that time to sit and people's write, lives so. are starting back up yeah so it's gonna it's be it used to be yeah. that's for sure most of us are here now but like so back in be... those days it, it could have just been me and matt it was me and matt honestly most days me and the drummer and uh and we just write and just write and uh and then you know travis would be able to come over one day and you kind of hear stuff and then you maybe be like okay and try to learn it and like make a tweak here and then next practice Zeke would maybe be able to show up, but you know, we just kept hammering and hammering and hammering. And uh, so like writing songs was a fucking nightmare, but uh, um, <laughs> we got there. Um, thought it would be easier when we all got together. It's not, <laughs> but, yeah. but we've, we, you know, we've got to a point now where we all really get our, for the first time, really comfortable working with each other, like as a group writing stuff, there's no egos. Nobody's like, hard set on anything you know everyone's willing to like give their ground when they need and stuff like that and it works out it works out cool. there's tons of parts i can think of on this album i was like no this is fucking a bad idea i don't like this and now i'm like oh i'm so glad we did that <laughs> <laughs> so oh yeah <clears throat> so yeah it's to answer the question <laughs> oh yeah i forgot what the question was is yeah trying to get back into writing mode even though it's going to be just chipping away at stuff you know yeah <laughs> but we're we're not we're not going anywhere right. we're just gonna yeah. keep working so yeah we got a couple songs out there that we've already started working on i mean none of them are complete zeke has a whole idea like i had a riff we came up with and then zeke wrote a song around it <laughs> and uh it's like i wrote the whole thing it's like okay cool and he did that on this last album actually that was one of the kind of the cool things with this last album was it wasn't as much the writing the album as it was, you know, me and Matt wrote a majority of those, you know, the host songs. And then um, Zeke brought in Ultraviolence almost as a whole. All right. Um, it's nowhere. I mean, what you hear now is not the same as what he brought in, but, you know, and he brought in the outline and we, we built around that. And then, um, you know, and so that's what we're doing right now. Thank goodness. Zeke's got a whole arsenal of songs that he's got written. <laughs> so, but yeah. advice would you give to a band just starting out um i would say put your all into it get out there and play as much as you can um get out there and play as much as you can because when you get on stage and play something that fucking sucks you're gonna know it you're gonna feel it on stage <laughs> and you're just gonna get off and get better um and you know i mean and believe in what you're creating uh, you know um yeah, that's just it. Like, if you got a vision on that, like, stick with it and just keep working on it. But you got to play. You got to play a lot. 
practice as much as possible. Um, I'm a bad example of that. I mean, I, I mean, practice at home all you want, but like, you know, like practicing as a band, you're just going to get tighter and tighter and tighter. It took us years to get tight. I, like, I've, um, you know, I'm pretty comfortable with how we play now. Like, I feel like we play tight pretty well live, but it wasn't that way in the beginning. You know, our first couple sh- shows that I had, even before these guys were in the band, like we played with touring bands. Like we got like our first two of our first three shows was like pretty big shows that we had no business being on. <laughs> it was just because we knew people or one of us in the band knew somebody we got on the show. So it was like looking back, I'm just like, oh, my God, that was like I can only imagine what they were thinking back then. But it's like but, you know, you keep just pushing it and just keep working hard. And like that's that's you just got to get out there and play. If I if I would add anything to it, it would be um, to do not be afraid to be unique. Like, don't mm-hmm. follow a formula and be like, oh, I like bands that sound like this or like this one band. And so you just base your whole style off of yeah. one thing, you know, try to find your own voice and your own way of doing things, right. you know, because it's really easy to be a cookie cutter band that just... That doesn't mean like pull, don't pull your influences in. I mean, no, just find a, course, find you know, a way to to make it your own yeah. and forge something new out of what you're inspired by. You mm-hmm. know, yeah, yeah, because <clears throat> nobody wants to be like you know, it's like Mastodon, but not quite as good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Nobody wants to hear that. Right now that we're working on it is like. <laughs> I was like, that sounds just like Mastodon. I was like, yeah, I was listening to a lot of Mastodon at that point in time. Like, <laughs> but, but you know, it's like eventually it won't. You know what I mean? I don't know if we even use it, but, you know. But, yeah. yeah, you're right. You know, pull pull your influences. Don't be afraid to show them off. I'd exactly. Say, yeah. Absolutely. Because you're not going to be that band. I mean, I mean, you can, I guess, if you really try. But it's like if you're pulling your influence from that, you can just, I mean, because we all like what we like. You yep. know what I mean? So if it sounds cool to you, that's what I want to try to play on my guitar. I'm like, you know, something sounds good to me. So... question then and both of you can give different answers if you want so on the podcast we we do album reviews we i always think of it more as a book club we pick out an album or two we each go and listen to it we write our notes then we just come back together and we just talk about the album if you guys had to pick an album for us to cover something that maybe you thought just needed more of a spotlight what would it be okay i'll throw this one out this is the first thing that comes to my head um Vincent Neil Emerson. All right. He he's a country artist. I listen to a uh, a lot of like old old school country and like new country that's like not 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 mainstream country right. like um so anyway, Vincent Neil Emerson his re- most recent album lyrical masterpiece. All um right. it is called uh oh, it's his self-titled. Okay. It's his self-titled album phenomenal that's mine that's my pick all right i will tell you there's one band that not a lot of people in the metal world give enough props to i think and they haven't been around for a while and uh but the uh it's a band called extol have either one of you ever heard extol before extol 
Um, they're actually a Christian band. Okay. Um, I don't think I I think they're out of Norway or Sweden, one of those two. But uh, (laughs) that band is amazing. There's an album called their first one, Undeceived, came out in 2000, and it's these guys are way ahead of their time. All right. Um, it's black metal. Christian black. Christian gonna, black metal. When you hear this first song, you're going to go, oh, yeah, that's black metal. That's sick. But they have this really progressive edge to them. Okay. That, that, that it, they're more progressive than they are black metal. Um, that All album right. in particular just has a lot of black metal elements, especially the first song. But they have a, the next album after that, Synergy. Uh, that's when I finally got to see him. They don't tour because they're here. They're a singer has his ears are fucked apparently. Yeah. So he, they can't tour, <clears throat> but I happened to catch them back then. And uh, it's, it, it's just progmail, but like you just, nobody gives them enough credit. They're, they're I think they're one of the best metal bands that ever existed. They're one of my biggest influences. Um, yeah. X toll. A human. Thank you guys for talking to us. Yeah, thank you guys so much for coming down. This is awesome. Yeah, man. We really, really, really appreciate yeah. it. Thank you for uh, for showing the interest to to give us a give us a spotlight, man. Appreciate it. Our theme song is All the Love in the World by Adam Austin. Our interviewer is Douglas Leach. Some of the songs used on the show belong to the band The Soiled Doves and they are Track 1, Snap Track 2, Host 1 Track 3, Host 2 Track 4, Ultraviolence is our native tongue Track 5, The Cave, The Opal the song Happy Music for Free by Dar Golan was also used in the making of the show. With special thanks to Ryan Ogle at Clawhammer PR for making this interview possible. From all of us at The Unfolding Sound, this is Tina wishing you a fantastic day. Until the next time. From Era X Entertainment. The Unfolding Sound Podcast is a music review and band interview show. The opinions expressed by the hosts and guests are their own and not reflective of the podcast producers. The podcast aims to provide educational and cultural insights into music. Any historical or factual claims should be independently verified. The Unfolding Sound podcast includes song excerpts for review and commentary purposes, which we believe fall under fair use. We provide informative and transformative analysis of the music, giving critical opinions and insights. We respect the right of copyright owners and give proper credit to the original artists.